The Bound Series, Volume 1, Number 4, Title, Love and Fury. Disclaimer, I do not own the Ninja Turtles. Summary, Donnie and Sarah are captured by Shredder and his newest recruit. Will they survive or will the newest mutant cause serious damage? A dark two-shot, rated T for language and bad intentions on the newest mutant's part. Chapter 1. Love Donatello cracked his eyes open, his mind trying to figure out where he was, or rather they were. He could sense his mate nearby. The room slowly came into focus, and the sensation of being pinned down with it. The room was bright, and metallic surfaces easily reflected the overhead lights. Beside him, Sarah was pinned to a metal table, her arms above her head. Her wrists and ankles were clasped in metal restraints. She was unconscious, though otherwise unharmed. Taking inventory of himself, he realized he too was pinned in the same manner. Their tables were tilted so that they were almost in a standing position. He tested his restraints, trying to break free. He didn't know where they were or who had them, but he was not going to let them hurt her. After a few moments of struggling, he relented and turned his attention back to his mate. Sarah, Sarah, wake up. She lifted her head with a small groan. What happened? I don't know. Are you all right? Sarah nodded as she, too, assessed their surroundings, and, just as Donnie had done, she tested her restraints, but she did it in a very different way. The metal cuffs were obviously designed to hold a full-grown man or turtle, not a very petite young woman. Donnie watched as she twisted her wrist until one hand slid out, then the other. He grinned as she removed her shoes to pull her feet out the same way. That's my girl. She slipped back on the shoes just as quickly and moved to his table. Now, where is that release lever? She had just spotted it when the door swooshed open. Shredder, Rocksteady, and Bebop entered. Sarah grabbed the lever as Rocksteady charged her. She had just wrapped her hand around it when he backhanded her, sending her flying into the wall. Sarah grunted with the impact and Donnie flinched, feeling it as well. His eyes flared with rage. Damn you, don't touch her. Bebop slammed his fist into the turtle's stomach for his outburst. Against the wall, Sarah made a sound as if the wind had been knocked out of her as well. This did not go unnoticed by Shredder, who decided to test his theory. He punched Donatello in the face and watched the small woman flinch. Very interesting. You two are connected. What one feels, the other does as well. He narrowed his eyes at the turtle. This may prove very useful. If looks could have melted metal, Sarah would have melted Shredder's mask to his face. You stay away from him. Despite her size, Sarah bolted at the man in armor. But Shredder was too quick. He caught her by the front of her shirt. Sarah, no. Shredder, your fight is with me. Let her go. Shredder's death played over a thousand times in Donnie's eyes. I swear if you hurt her, I'll kill you. Shredder seemed mildly surprised at the outburst before laughing. Me? I wouldn't bother with such trifles. But I think my newest henchman might enjoy a treat. Hannibar. A dark form appeared in the doorway, nearly filling it. 
Yes, master. Shudder tossed Sarah at him. She gasped as the large bear mutant wrapped her in two large paws. Donnie gasped as well, but for a different reason. Hanamar, you don't mean Hanamar Crane. Shudder chuckled. I see you have heard of him. He murdered four women and three men over a two-week killing spree in three states. Donnie's heart felt like it had sunk to the pit of his stomach. But he's supposed to be in prison. I provided him with an early release. Shredder narrowed his eyes once more. Now tell me where Splinter and the other turtles are, or I'll let him play with your girl. Donnie growled. You monster. Sarah paused in her kicking and squirming to turn her head towards her mate. Don't you dare, Donnie. There had been just an instant where she'd felt him want to give in, for her. Her mate glared at Shredder, new determination glowing in his eyes. No matter what I say, you won't let us go. True, but you will save yourself and this girl a great deal of pain if you comply now. Donnie didn't answer him, and so Shredder turned to the bear mutant. Take her below. No, leave her here. Donnie fought his restraints with new strength, and they groaned in response. But Hannibar disappeared with Sarah nonetheless. The turtle bared his teeth at Shredder. Do whatever you want to me, but leave her alone. Now you will both suffer for your insolence, turtle. Shredder approached him with every intention of getting the information he desired. Mikey wandered into the living room where Raph, Cat, and Leo were watching the news. Hey guys, has Donnie got back yet? They shook their heads. No, but it is their anniversary. Maybe they decided to go somewhere else besides just the movie, Leo suggested. Have you tried to call them? Cat asked. Yeah, but neither of them is answering, Mikey responded. Raph shrugged. Maybe they're still in the movie. Dude, the movie was over three hours ago. And Donnie would have called me if they changed plans. He promised he'd fix my Game Boy tonight. Leo raised an eye ridge at this. Three hours, and neither one of them is answering. He frowned. Guys, I have a bad feeling. I think we need to go look for them. The others nodded, and they headed for the van. I think we should start at the theater, just in case they decided to stay for another movie. Sarah sat with her back pressed against the back wall of the cell, her knees pulled tightly to her chest. Every once in a while, she'd flinch as the sensation of a blow hitting her mate ricocheted inside her own body. The bond between them had grown over the years, from simply feeling the other's emotions to feeling physical discomfort and pain. And right now, Donnie was in a great deal of both. She glared at the electrified bars that separated her from him. She drew in his pain, letting it seep deep into her bones, and sent back strength in its place. Perhaps she was physically unable to help him at the moment, but she could help him in this way, bear what she could for him. A shuffling sound outside the cell made her look up. Hannah Barr was watching her. She had known it all along. He watched her as if she was some type of dessert, waiting to be devoured. She shivered and pressed herself harder into the back of the cell. Donnie, 
She closed her eyes as another wave of pain made her body shudder. How had things gone so wrong? All they had wanted was a few hours to themselves to celebrate their second anniversary. Was that so hard a thing to ask? And it had started out so well. The movie had been good and the snuggling better. She had even dressed up for the occasion in the dress that April had given her. Donnie had seemed to approve of the attire with a comment about how nice it would be to take off. He had been so sweet. He'd given her a dozen roses, which he had hidden in a nearby alley and produced once they left the theater. They had paused there so she could provide him with a very warm thank you. It had been at this point that things had gone awry. Sarah shook her head. It was hard to remember exactly what had happened, but she recalled a blinding light and a loud noise, and then darkness. She knew now that it must have been some type of concussion grenade. She had heard enough stories about Shredder that it almost didn't surprise her when they discovered who their attacker had been. Sarah opened her eyes with the realization that Donnie was suddenly getting closer. It had been nearly two hours since they had been separated, two hours of continuous beating. The door to the room opened and the two mutants appeared carrying her mate. Open the cell, Rocksteady ordered. The two mutants unceremoniously tossed the turtle inside and reset the lock. Sarah scrambled to his side. We'll be back for him later, Bebop informed her coldly. Pulling her mate's upper body into her lap, Sarah glared. I won't let you. The words came out as a growl. Now that she had him back, there was nothing going to stop her from keeping him. The two mutants merely laughed as they left. Hannibal remained, continuing his cold vigil. Sarah had all but forgotten him as she cradled Donnie's head in her arms, tears streaming her face. His body was marred with cuts and scrapes. Bruises were forming on his face and neck. She gasped as she found a deep puncture wound on his right side. It was gushing blood. Without thinking, she pulled off the cardigan she'd been wearing to press it against the wound. He hissed in pain, and Sarah trembled slightly. Tears still streaming, she held him close. I'm here, my love, I'm here. He opened his eyes slightly, and although he did not speak, she could feel his relief wash over them like a warm blanket. He wrapped an arm around her waist and relaxed into her. She held him tighter, setting her resolve. They would not hurt him again. The box office guy said that they left when the movie was over. Raph explained as he and Kat returned to the other two near the van. Mikey frowned. Guys, I'm really worried. It isn't like Donnie or Sarah to just disappear. Let's look around for any clues. Leo started for the nearby alley. They had been on foot, and it was likely they'd headed home in that direction. The others followed, looking for anything they could find. Check it out. Mikey pointed to a pile of broken glass and metal. This looks like Don's hell. And this one looks like Sarah's, Leo said, pointing to a similar pile not far away. Kat bent to pick up the bundle of roses. Just to be certain, she turned over the card. It read, To my love, my life, my heart. I will always be yours. Donnie. 
Tears stung Cat's eyes, and her words came out choked as she spoke. Something very bad has happened. Raph put a hand on her shoulder. Don't worry, Cat. We'll find them. Guys, come here. Leo had walked further up the alley and was now staring down at something. The others came and stared down at the gaping hole in the ground. Doesn't this remind you of the holes the transport modules used to make? But we haven't heard from Shredhead in a while, and the Technodrome was destroyed, Mikey pointed out. Yeah, well, he obviously didn't give up. Raph knelt beside the hole. He must have been lying low all this time and regrouping. Leo frowned. In any case, he's back, and he has Donnie and Sarah, which means he's going to pay. Let's go. Leo hooked his grappler onto the side of the hole and began his descent. Mikey quickly followed. Be careful, Cat told her spouse as he too hooked his grappler to the side of the tunnel. We will, and we'll bring back Don and Sarah, I swear. With that, Raph descended into the hole after his brothers.